Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Do you need heavy equipment or farm equipment? Look no further than Southern Equipment and Parts in Laurel. We have a wide selection of new and used equipment from many top brands. We also offer parts, service, and rentals. Whether you're a contractor, farmer, or just need help around the house, we have what you need. Southern Equipment is your one-stop shop for all farm and heavy equipment. Visit us at 5237 Highway 84 West and southernequipparts.com or call 601-651-4555. Or free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Well, we've been waiting on this show since 6.45 last night uh, when one of the most thrilling sporting events ever on the campus of Southern Miss concluded as the Golden Eagles won the Hattiesburg Regional with a dramatic and uh, I guess you'd say set three of Three brutal contests with LSU. The Golden Eagles uh, come out on top. A great, great day for Southern Miss baseball. Great show for you today. We're going to have post-game comments. Uh, we got on the field yesterday from Will McGillis, Slade Wilkes, Justin Storm, Gabe Montenegro, Landon Harper, Christopher Sargent, tournament MVP. But we want to start the day off with uh, associate head coach and our pitching coach Christian Ostrander and uh, Coach uh, as I told you before we went on the air, I, I don't ever recall a more exciting, emotional, nervous, tough afternoon as yesterday. It was really college baseball, Coach, at its very, very best. Uh, there's no doubt, man. It was, um, you know, we knew it. We knew it was going to be a dogfight uh, to, to win that thing, and and it was. It was a heavyweight bout, and, um, you know, and we, we luckily delivered the last blow and then, uh, you know, got those last three outs. And, and got to see these boys dogpile. I'm sure you're going to say that LSU brought everything you expected when you knew they were coming to the tournament. Uh, I did, yeah. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, doing the scout reports and, and digging in there and then get to watch them, you know, against Kennesaw, I guess, in that game one. You knew their offense was scary, uh, that they could swing it. And, um, you know, and you just had to really try to – you know, it's really hard to say shut them down, but uh, just try to keep it close, you know, and just try to minimize as much as you can. And I, and I really think we did that. It did a good job at that, you know, all, all except for, you know, one inning, um, you know, against them in game one. I want to read a quote to you from LSU coach Jay Johnson last night. It was a great college baseball game. They have an elite pitching staff, and we just couldn't hang with them in that regard. They are infinitely better on the mound than we are. That's credit to you, Coach Oz, because the truth of the matter is we would not uh, be having this conversation, I don't believe, today if you weren't part of our staff. Well, I appreciate it. You know, I'm going to defer that. It's just having some great pitchers, and they've done a great job. It's, you know, all the credit to them, and they've, they've bought in, and, and, and it's just a really good culture and competitive environment that uh, – that they all have created, and um, you know, so very, very, very proud of for sure. Coach Oz, when it's it's Santer here, when you when you guys had to make a decision as to who to go with as a starter yesterday, um, 
it would be a tough decision to make because Tanner Hall had gone, you know, just a few days earlier. Can you take us through that thought process and, and what late, what made you land on Tanner Hall? Well, I mean, you know, it's, it, it was a tough call. I mean, it was, I, you know, agonized about that a lot, leaned on the other coaches, coach Barry, our whole staff. We all discussed it, talked about it. Uh, it kind of comes down to Tanner, you know, coming to me and just, you know, uh, and we, you know, I trust him, you know, he trusts me. I trust him. And look at me in the eye and say, coach, I want the ball. I'm good. Uh, I can go, I, you know, let us help try to get us out of the gate. And, uh, and he deserves it. He, he's earned that right, and uh, you know, and, and stuff. So uh, we weren't, you know. I'm always cautious. You never want to, you know, tax a guy or, or put him in a bad position. But it was, you know, close to his bullpen day, one day from it, and, uh, and he felt good. And honestly, his stuff was fine. I mean, it really was. Just uh, uh, LSU in that first inning, they they're tough. I would love to go back and see how many runs LSU scored in inning number one of the game. Uh, I bet it's pretty high, and uh, it's hard to stabilize that game with them. But but Tanner Tanner did great. You know, every out was precious, and he covered his share, and then and then just went on from there with the other guys. Was it was the fact that you guys were going to start whoever won yesterday? And of course, we're all so thrilled it was the Eagles. But the fact that the super regional, had it been LSU or Southern Miss, was going to begin on Saturday. Was that a piece of the puzzle also that went into making the decision to put Tanner Hall out there, knowing that he would get another day rest other than normal? No, not at all. Um, that that never really entered our mind. It was all about what we thought was best to win the game yesterday, and uh, you worry about tomorrow, tomorrow, and you know, and and honestly, you know, with this staff, you know, they're any one of them can start game one, and and you feel like they're going to give you a chance, so. You know, if that if that comes up, you know, if we you know a couple of days from now we see, you know, we might have to look at something else. Fine, I, I'm I'm fine with it and totally confident. But uh, but to answer your question, no, there really wasn't anything, um, you know, uh, discussed about that. It was about what we thought we could do to try to you know cover 27 helps. One of the most phenomenal things to me about this pitching staff all year, coaches. <clears throat> excuse me. Yesterday's a great example. Chandler Best comes in. His kid hadn't pitched much, and he comes in under. It's just really hard to describe the pressure that they must be under. And uh, he pitched like a champion. I, th- I thought he just really kept the game under control when he was in there, and that led to Dalton Rogers and Landon Harper and Tyler Stewart. And once again, the, the kids you bring out of the bullpen step up and get the job done. Well, it's a credit to them. I mean, it was their moment, you know, and then we've been talking about it all week, you know, before the regional and during the regional and before yesterday, after Saturday, whatever. I mean, that – you know, guys, you're going to be, you know, one or two things. You either run to the fire or you run away from it. And, and you know, and just embrace it, you know, and, and just look it down, stare it down, and believe. And, and these guys, man, I never doubted their competitiveness. I never doubted their uh, intent and, and belief to go out there and get it done. Now, sometimes it doesn't work out that way, you know, just because the other team's trying to execute against you as well. But, uh, but man, it was special to see these guys have some moments and just, just leave it out there. And, uh, you know, and it was – the environment, you know, helped them so much, and this this fan base and and, and the crowds and, and everything. They have, I hope they know that they were a huge part of this regional championship. They were quite, they were quite rowdy. That there's no question. Uh, well, we 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 can't go much further without talking about Sunday night and the unbelievable performance uh, by Justin Storm. Yeah, I mean, it couldn't happen to a better guy, you know, and, 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 and everybody in our staff, they all deserve those moments. But Justin got his. 
and uh, that that was his moment. And and not surprised, man. He's a competitor. He is a he is, he's he's a competitor. He's, he never lacks on confidence and stuff. And for whatever reason, you know, the the amount of innings, this and that. I mean, looking at it, he's you know he's pitched in twelve games this year, and and maybe shorter stints and stuff. But you know what? He, yeah. <laughs> The left-handed was the right call, and uh, the, they didn't like the lefties a whole lot, and uh, so we just kept let him go in each inning. Man, you feel good? Yes, sir. Let's roll. You know, and and um, he's running on you know adrenaline and, and and emotion and competitiveness, and he just went out there and just you know you know grabbed that moment, didn't let go. Coach Ostrander, other than the obvious of right-hander, left-hander, what goes in to you and Coach Barry making a decision as who's the next guy up? In the bullpen well i mean a lot of it's just kind of it got to a point you know with lsu like yesterday i knew that you know i'm going to stack up my lefties you know uh once we get in the pen and and let them ride and cover as much as we can so and i don't know how many innings we covered with them probably i don't know four or five innings something like that um you know so i know how important that was and and you know and then from there you just kind of look at your you know who you feel like maybe your best bullets are and and, and who can handle it um you know the the, the best. The, you know, uh, it's just a lot of factors where they're at in the right. lineup. There was there was a the point in their lineup where uh, right-handed spin was good, and then there was a point where that wasn't enough at another part of the lineup. So you had to have something else. So um, so there, there's some strategy and talking involved. You know, Keller Bradford helps me out a ton with that, and and, and just kind of calling pitches. He's helping me think. He's thinking ahead while I'm sitting there calling pitches, and we discuss things. But uh, you know, we lean on each other. You know, Coach Barry, everybody. I want to, and if you'll hold on through the short break, I want to talk to you about. <clears throat> excuse me, my voice is a little bad today, Coach. I can't imagine why. Uh, but uh, uh, I want to talk to you about uh, your starters, the upcoming tournament. But real quickly, minute left. Tyler Stewart comes in ninth inning. Everybody, every you know what's on everybody's mind. LSU sure. scored fourteen runs in the ninth inning. All right, he comes in, and I thought that Danny Lynch set the tone for the conclusion of the game with a. And just a tough catch at third base. Great play. That seemed to me to put a little bit of the air out of LSU. And then Tyler, Tyler does exactly what he has to do. He gets the ground out and the strikeout. And, uh, again, here's a kid under incredible pressure, steps right up with a little help from a great defensive third baseman. You're right. You're right on the money there. Doty uh, was, was that hitter, and he's, he's hurt us this weekend. Uh, in some area, good hitter, um, you know, and uh, but I didn't with Tyler in that moment. We didn't, he's hard to elevate when he's right, you know, when he's sinking 95 mile an hour sinker balls, you know, down, he's hard to elevate. So he's going to keep it on the ground for the most part. And, and he got good barrel on it. Danny made a great drop step, uh, you know, four in play and turned around and, you know, and throws a strike over there. And then, shoot, man, what I don't know, first pitch, you know, fastball down and away, get a ground out to four, you know, second base, and then. I don't four fastballs, boom, strike out, <laughs> and yeah. it was over. But uh, yeah, it was Tyler did great, man. That was his moment too, and, and he he embraced it. And uh, man, it was it was fun to watch. You know, Danny Lynch showed some real maturity there in making that play. That the natural instinct, as quickly as he fielded it, the instinct is to make as quick a throw. But he was had his mind about him, set his feet, squared his shoulders, and just made a perfect and strike. And blew on that right hand like he was just blowing the smoke off of a gun. <laughs> Either that, or he had just rolled the dice and hit seven, right? All right, we're talking to uh, Christian Ostrander, associate head baseball coach, pitching coach for Southern Miss, the Hattiesburg Regional Champions. We're going to look ahead, super regional in Hattiesburg. Coach Oz's thoughts on that right after this.
Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. A glorious Tuesday here in Hattiesburg in South Mississippi. Kelly and I broadcasting from the Southern Bank Corps studio. We appreciate all that Southern Bank Corps does for the Eagle Hour. Opening segment uh, with uh, pitching coach Christian Ostrander was sponsored by Dickey's Barbecue Pit. And this segment sponsored by Campus Bookmark. Big supporters of Southern Miss Baseball and uh, people that we enjoy uh, doing business with a great deal. Also, I want to give a big Eagle Hour hello to Mobay Beignets, the new official coffee and beignet store of the Eagle Hour. They're located on Hardy Street, right across the street from the Southern Miss campus. They serve incredible beignets and all sorts of great coffee. My wife and I kicked off the tournament Friday morning with beignets and coffee at Mobay Beignets, and uh, we encourage you to go by there. They're big Southern Miss baseball fans. They support the university. They love this baseball program, and it is a great new business here in Hattiesburg on Hardy Street. We're glad to have them part of the Eagle Hour family. We're talking to associate head baseball coach and pitching coach Christian Ostrander. And coach, uh, so we, so the the excitement is behind us. Uh, we, we've all got to take a collective deep breath and get ready for this weekend. And it's no secret who's coming here. Ole Miss is coming here. It would seem to me that with our starting lineup of Hall, Waldrop, and Riggins, we are we are a great team, uh, a, a, a team greatly set up to to play a two out of three series because of the strength of our starting pitching. Yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, I feel good about it, and and and, and we should, and it's just a matter of these these guys just going out there and just continuing doing what they do. And, and, and I don't have any doubt that they will. It doesn't mean they're going to go out there and shut them out or whatever, but uh, give us a chance. Uh, and I think they've done that. Each one of them started, I think, 16 games this year. And, and, and for the most part, we've been in, we've been in just about every one of them. And, um, you know, and that's all you can ask for. And uh, just keep it close enough, let your offense do some things, and, and go from there. Uh, kind of give us your analysis, a uh, uh, comparison between the strengths of an LSU baseball team and the strengths of the Ole Miss team that we'll be seeing this weekend. Um, I think the power potential is there with Ole Miss, obviously. They, 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 they like the long ball. They've got, I think, 93 on the year. So they've got, uh, you know, they're very capable of hitting it out of the park just like LSU was and so forth. Um yeah, running game, you know, about the same. Maybe one guy that may or may not, and not a big threat there. Uh, just kind of like LSU, that wasn't part of their identity as an offense. And uh, you know, so it's 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 going to be you know it's going to be a battle. There's some good hitters in that in that lineup. Uh, you know, Coach Clem over there does a great job with them. I know they'll be ready and prepared, and uh, and I think they're going to know they have a challenge. You know, ahead of them too. You know, with uh, who they're going to face and and so forth. So. Really becomes execution, and um, you know comes down to that. But it, it always does. So, but uh, but I like it. I like on paper. I like our matchup, and uh, you know there's no fear. Uh, our guys, they know them. They know us. We know them. You know, let's roll. You know, let's go play. What does it say for the state of Mississippi, Coach? You got two uh, two of the three Division One schools playing uh, for a spot in the World Series last year. The third Division One school wins the World Series. I mean, what what does that say about? the state of college baseball here in our state? Well, I, I, we all know it's it's tremendous. I mean, you know, from from the Division One level down to the high school, I mean, you know, and everything in between. It's, it's uh, you know, it's just there's something about it. And uh, you can't – I don't know if you can define it and, and why, but, 
you know, it's uh, with with the, in the state, it, it's it means something, and uh, there's great support, great programs, great coaches, great players. You know, again, from the top, from the Division One level all the way down to the high school, and uh, you know, and I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome to you know uh, for us and, and and stuff, and I think there'll be a lot of eyes on this. Uh, this tournament this weekend, and because uh, they know it's going to be some good baseball. All right, coach. So the announcements made at nine this morning uh, when they when they set the times. My understanding of, of all the super regionals, and some start on Friday. Ours starts on Saturday afternoon. Uh, in light of the of the battle that you just went through, playing through the uh, you know the bracket the way you did, uh, were you were you happy to see that we were going to start on Saturday? Does that does that help you, or, or would that not have been that big of a deal? Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm very glad, you know, you get an extra day rest recovery. I think, you know, at this point of the year when you got guys that have thrown a lot of pitches, innings, whatever, you know, the, the, the more rest, the better and stuff. So, yeah, I am thankful, you know, that, uh, that it, it fell that way. And, and it's a Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Um, you know, so yeah, I think that's a plus. That was a, that was a, you know, that, that was a win for us. I think, you know, getting that extra day rest, but I'm sure they feel the same way because they, they, they got done yesterday as well. Right, and they were out on the East Coast, stranded in a hotel basically for two or three days. So, so everybody, everybody should be able to come in at their best, full bore. We should be in for another incredible weekend at Pete Taylor Park, Coach. I think so. I think uh, it's going to be a great atmosphere. It's going to be two good, two good opponents going at it, and um, you know, and I know our our wonderful fan base and, and community, and everybody's going to be out there supporting these guys, and we're so thankful for it. We're thankful for you, Coach Ostrander. We appreciate you coming on our show today. I know our listeners uh, really wanted to hear from you, and uh, we're grateful, as always, sir, for your time. We appreciate it, guys. Appreciate what y'all do. All right, Christian Ostrander, everybody, associate head baseball coach, pitching guru. All right, there's so much to talk about regarding the tournament. Obviously, uh, we covered it uh, as best we could uh, yesterday. Christopher Sargent is named the MVP of the Hattiesburg Regional. And right before that announcement was made, uh, we were with uh, Christopher out on the field. A lot of excitement, as you can imagine. We want to bring you some of the sounds from some of the kids right after winning the Super Regional. Here's what Christopher Sargent had to say. All right, Christopher. Super regional. Put it into words, man. I, it's it's incredible, guy. I just want to thank God for just to let, allowing us to come out here every day. That's the biggest thing, you know. We're blessed every day to be able to wake up, and you know, just to you know, be the second time that we've ever done it, and the first time to host. You know, it's amazing. I can't even I can't even describe the feeling. You know, I, I'm happy for the coaches, happy for the fans. It's going to be amazing, man. I, I, I can't describe it. It's just amazing. Christopher, it's hard to put into words how tenacious this this baseball team is. You you, you just get gut punched in that first game, and you guys come back. It's, just, it's a miraculous effort. Yes, sir. You know this team all year long. We've been punched in the gut. We get right back up. That's what I love about this team. You know. Nothing can get us down, you know, all year long. That's why we have as many wins as we do. Just we love each other, and if we get hit, we're going to pick each other up. This whole team picks each other up, and that's the, that's the greatest thing about this team. Christopher Sargent, what about these fans? Man, these fans are amazing. I, you know, I, I've never been a part of something like this, and, you know, you know, we have to give it to our fans. They come out every single weekend and give it everything they have. You know what? That's why we're successful. Our fans come out and support us and give us that energy to play the game. We love you guys. Yes, sir. Thank you. Okay, buddy. Christopher Sargent, MVP of the tournament. A huge afternoon, obviously, for everybody on the team. No no better no better example of the character of kid uh, that plays for Southern Miss baseball. 
than Will McGillis, and here's what Will had to say. Will McGillis here. Will, put it in words. I can't put it in words, man. I'm uh, I'm emotional. I, I don't know if I've ever cried tears of joy, but I am right now. Um, I mean, this is what this is why I came to Southern Miss. Uh, this is everything we've been working for, but uh, obviously we got something to do next week too. Will you guys? You battled through the regional last year. You get to the championship game. You do it this year. You beat really one of the storied programs in the country. It, the, the satisfaction has to be overwhelming. Yeah, it is. Um, obviously, last year when the season ended, uh, we had a bitter taste in our mouth, and uh, it carried over into every workout and every practice we had this year. It kind of built up to this moment, and then uh, we're just lucky that we get to play again next week. Will McGillis, a scale of one to ten. How do you feel right ten. now? Ten. Ten. Absolutely. All right, buddy. Good job, buddy. Late in the game, seventh inning, uh, Eagles trailing uh, this just tough, tough LSU baseball team. Gabe Montenegro comes to the plate with runners on the bases. Gabe facing what possibly could be the last time he ever batted at Pete Taylor Park, but it was not to be. Gabe Montenegro with a huge hit that uh, broke the game open in, in many ways and, and gave the Golden Eagles the lead they were able to hang on to. Here's Gabe Montenegro. All right, Gabe Montenegro. Gabe, your career at Pete Taylor Park is not over. You're about to play in a Super Regional. You know, I could, we just couldn't ask for a better situation right here. And I'm just proud of everyone in the team for not giving up, not, not for a second. And for us to just pull it through just shows how determined this team is. You come up with the game on the line and you deliver a knockout blow to LSU. What were you thinking? At that time, I was just trying to simplify, just trying to get, just trying to find a hole, scratch a couple runs, and then I'm just, I'm just really happy I was able to put it through. Scale of 1 to 10, how do you feel right now? <laughs> 100. 100. I feel amazing. I feel amazing. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Gabe Montenegro, everybody. Still to come on the on the show, we're going to be talking to Slade Wilkes. He had a big hit late in the game as well, and we we can't we can't do this show without talking uh, to Justin Storm, who really carried the Golden Eagles through the game Sunday night, and then a kid that we've talked about a lot this year, Landon Harper. He comes in. He he's been roughed up a little bit, but he comes in with a lot of courage and uh, helps get the Golden Eagles over the line here. More to come from those kids. We'll all talk, also talk to Heath Hinton from Big Gold Nation, if we can find him. Eagle Hour continues on this glorious Tuesday here in South Mississippi. Glorious, wow. Top. All right, 4th Street Bar and Grill sponsors this segment of the Eagle Hour, and we appreciate all that they do. want to remind you, too, we're broadcasting from the Southern Bank Corps Studio in Hattiesburg this afternoon. Bob and Kelly, you can hear the uh, Super Talk podcast, the Super Talk Eagle Hour podcast, 
on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or you can just tell Alexa to play Super Talk Eagle Hour, however you choose to do it. We're always glad to have you join us. All right, Heath Hinton, Big Gold Nation, joins us. Heath, before we go to you, another big moment in the game yesterday afternoon is the uh, is the young man from Columbia Academy, Slade Wilkes, who had struggled, really struggled at the plate through much of the tournament, uh, comes in, Kelly described it well, very calmly, laced a uh, laced a ball into the outfield that was just a huge momentum uh, shifter in the game. Here's what Slade had to say after the ball game. All right, Slade Wilkes, Columbia Academy to the Super Regional. Put it into words. So I, I grew up a fan of Southern Miss. I've been to probably 50 games as a kid. Like, I come to games every year, and for me to be able to live this out right now is a dream come true. And you battle through, you battle through some difficulties, but you really came on here in the last couple of games. How tough is it mentally to keep your focus and then produce like you did? Yes, sir. It's just uh, you just got to be ready for your next opportunity. It doesn't matter what you've done your last five, ten at-bats. You just got to be ready and keep going, and uh, the opportunity will come. You got to be ready. What does it mean for you to be a Golden Eagles? It means everything. I mean, we played in front of the best fans, and I mean, today here at the regional final, I had about 50 family members. I mean, my whole family is here. It's just everything I've ever wanted. Talk about the fans at this at this tournament pulling for you guys in these games against LSU. Oh, the fans were great. I mean, they were with us in every game, and I mean, we're just thankful for them and everything they do for us. We love you, guys. Thank you. Congratulations. Alright, Heath, what a, what a great moment for that kid. He's just been really outstanding, I think, all year long. Uh, comes to us from Columbia Academy, and as you heard him say it means everything to him to be a Golden Eagle. Yeah, and a kid that came in highly ranked uh, last season, maybe didn't have the season that he wanted, really performed well at the end of the season, and this season kind of battled through an injury and wasn't having that great of a regional, but he took a curveball, an outside, a curveball on the outside part of the plate and laced it in the left field. And that really kind of got him started. And then once Sargent came up in the ninth and got that single off of Reisman, he laced one to right field that got Sargent to third. To me, probably that hit right there was the biggest hit of the game because of what it did. He he put the biggest – his hit was the biggest hit of the game to me right there. All right. And that put Sargent at third base with nobody out. Correct. And that turned and out to be kind of allowed that when he run the score. Well, I've got to go back to Sunday night. Uh, you had to win that game, uh, you know, to get to yesterday. And then the, the, out of the blue <laughs> comes this incredible performance by Justin Storm. We talked to him about that. I want to get your reaction. All right, Storm. I want you to put into words how you feel right now. Oh, speechless. No words. This is exciting. This is what you come to Southern Miss to do. Um, you want to ridge a regional on your home, on your home, in your home park. And now we're looking forward next week. Winning a Super Regional on Park. ESPN last night said you're one of the stories of the postseason. How does that make you feel? Wow. That's extremely nice of them. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, it's exciting. I was happy to get out there and do my job. Uh, Could have done any of it without the guys behind me making plays. And obviously our offense was incredible last night. Been incredible all regional. Um, just a really good team effort, I think, all weekend long. Here's what impresses me about you more than anything. You're a kid that worked all year. I know you weren't on the field as much as you wanted. You get called in the biggest of moments in the school's history, and you perform like a champion, son. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. All right, uh, Heath. Kelly's been saying all year long the difference of this baseball team is pitching depth. Justin Storm, Kelly Center, an example of pitching depth, a kid that's 
pitch very little, comes in and literally dominates the LSU Tigers. And and I I noticed too in your interview with Coach Ostrander, one of the things that Coach Oz keeps talking about and a trait that he looks for in pitchers is a competitive spirit. You talked about Landon Harper being a bulldog. There, there's a certain there's a certain mentality. And it and it seems to be a prototype now that those, these are the type of guys that that uh, that Coach Ostrander is recruiting guys that are competitive guys that want the ball and are not selfish but are ready to go when that time comes. Let's hear from the dog himself and uh, then we'll get the Heath's input. All right, Landon, I'm gonna call you dog. How you feel right now? I feel great. I feel amazing. Speechless, honestly. Put in words what this means to you and the guys that you've been working with since the fall of last year. Oh, man, it means the world. It's never been done before here. And, you know, for me to be able to come here and be a part of this and be a part of history here and for the first time this will ever be done is just honestly just amazing. I just, I just have no words for it. This is just so amazing. Word for people that don't have the experience, what it's like to be called into a game like you were today with so much on the line. Oh, it's a lot of adrenaline, and uh, you know you got to focus. You got to lock in more than you've ever locked in before. No matter what, you know you can't you can't be mad if something goes not your way or you give up a hit or a home run. You gotta you gotta stay in there and know that you can do it no matter what happens. You're still the dog. Yes, sir. All right, buddy. All right, he. So this kid's a, a really interesting man. I'll get you and Kelly's comment. He gives up the home run in the ninth inning in the t- conference tournament that eventually they lose. He comes in uh, Saturday night. It's even painful to talk about that game, but he gets he gets knocked around by LSU. They hit three two home runs against him, score three runs. They bring him in again under incredible pressure, and he gives up another home run, but yet has the courage to stay on the mound and get the next two guys out. I mean, uh, Heath Hinton. Takes a lot of guts to be put in that position as, as that kid did. You know, st- uh, closers are kind of a different breed. They have a different mindset. There's something about them. Everyone that I've ever talked to, everyone I've ever known, they just have a different mindset. Things don't stick in their minds. They don't dwell on things. They put it behind them, and they go to work, and, and it's just something that uh, – closers have always been able to do and he talked about justin storm i mean that guy that is a tanner hall moment that you saw last year in the oxford regional you saw that this season from tanner hall the other day that's what we saw and, and that was incredible what does it say about the relationship between Harper and Coach Ostrander, because it would have been real easy for coach oz to say not bring him back in yeah he's tired Right. You know, the arm's dropping a little bit. He's not what he has been. Um, not particularly in a closer situation, but it speaks a lot of that relationship that those two have that, uh, that Coach Ostrander forgets as well and puts him in a situation where, where he can succeed. Um, so that, and, and you only learn that about players when you're with them as much as these coaches are. You know, everybody in the stands has all the answers, right? Right, right? But when the coaches are with them nearly 24-7 and at practices, you learn about the nuances about every player. And, again, it would have been real easy for Coach Oz to say, nah, Landon's tired, you know, we, we need to go a different direction, particularly when you are as deep as Southern Miss. But he went right back to him. Great point, Heath, right? Yeah, absolutely. Coach Oz is the best pitching coach in America, in my opinion. The best pitching coach in America. What he does with this Southern Miss staff, 
the the pitching staff he's put together, the guys he's recruited, the relationships he has, to have that type of relationship with pitchers to where you go up to them. Even Justin Storm said it. I was go up to him, hey, are you good? Yep, all right, let's roll. You know, they just have that type of relationship where it's just uh, you don't fear giving anybody the ball. Right. And they didn't fear giving anybody the ball out of the bullpen this weekend. And the bullpen, pitching depth won this regional. Make no mistake about it. Pitching depth won this regional for Southern Miss. The LSU coach said as much. He said they, they couldn't hang with the depth of the Southern yep. Miss pitching staff. Right. And, and I will say this, after watching you know every move, I love – it's difficult for me to watch a baseball game because you you really know the intricacies of what's going on. I thought, in fairness, Jay Johnson coached his butt off yesterday at, at LSU. I mean, making arbitrary pitching changes, waited, noticed until the batter was announced. Then he would go out, you know, so that if to it, a chorus of booze, of course. <laughs> but I mean, he was going to make a pitching change once the batter's announced. Then Scott would have to remove him from the game if he were to change hitters. But he you know, made sure that the batter was announced before he went out to make a pitching Two change. Two great coaches on the field yesterday. Yeah, it was, it was fun yeah, watching smart. that chess match yesterday. Yes, it was. Very smart pitch. Every time Southern Miss would get momentum, he would try to break it up. And that's smart baseball. He wasn't doing anything against the rules. He wasn't trying to break it. He was just being smart. It was uh, – it was great coaches going to each other, and you're right. He is a good coach. Right, and question. once he gets there and he's able to bring his type of play, he's still got – you know, he's the new coach. He's going to bring in players. LSU's going to be – LSU's always going to be tough, but he is an excellent coach. Then here's, here's something else that was probably pretty subtle yesterday, Bob, that maybe not a lot of people noticed. But when LSU wanted to appeal the runner tagging up at second, everybody knew – that there was no video evidence that was over going to that was going to overturn that call. All right. So what does Scott Barry do about an inning later? You know, wants to appeal the play on video of the double play. You know, right. Uh, right. at second, little little cat and mouse. It's it's like Scott Barry said. Look, there was no evidence that 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 happened to us. There's no evidence against you. But if that's the way you want to play, okay. Rick Cleveland joins the Eagle Hour tomorrow to talk about the significance of this Super Regional pitting two Mississippi schools against each other. Heath Hinton will be rejoining us uh, later in the week. We'll be doing two hours from the campus on Thursday, two hours from Fuzzy's Tacos in Midtown on Friday. Heath, we'll look forward to talking to you again later this week. Yes, sir. Thank you. Big week. We'll be back. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. I want to thank D1 and D-Bat for their sponsorship of the Eagle Hour, along with 4th Street Bar and Grill. We appreciate those guys immensely. Also, again, a a big Eagle Hour welcome to Mo Bay Beignets. This place has got Kelly Santer in this. this, You're going to love this place, Kelly. Sweet, delicious, fresh-cooked beignets. Go on. Sweet coffees. Different types of syrup to pour on top of the beignets. It's got Kelly Sander written all over it. And? 
<laughs> and I'm never going. I'm never going back in the roost again. Doing a live shot on this show. I got hit up by two people yesterday that said, "You remind Santa he owes me that money." Why do you think I try to stay low? <laughs> well, now I know for damn sure. <laughs> I stay. I stay up in the air conditioning in the executive lounge up there because those guys right. are looking for me. All right, Thursday, two hour uh, Eagle Hour from the campus. Uh, the great Michael Mergens will be with me. I've just found out these guys are not going to be here, so we're going to bring in a special guest co-host uh i'm thinking lee roberts you know i think lee would be great uh you know we'll see maybe caleb hamill to get a mississippi state perspective of what it's like to kind of be on the outside looking in if you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah the the, the the tide has turned i hate to use that term tide in any circumstance oh, but man. yeah the shoe is on the other foot how about that luke johnson is somewhere we don't really know where but we we found him on his phone where are you luke I'm on a cell phone, and uh, I'm happy to be part of a, uh, a regional championship today. I should point out that, that Caleb Hamill, back on March 22nd, actually called this. He said that this was a super regional team. So um, he said that actually on the Eagle Hour. Guys, I want to give a shout-out to a secret force. We, we saw what we did on the field. We saw what the fans did in the stands. But there is a, another part of Golden Eagle Nation that, that holds their weight with anybody, and it's, it's the Southern Miss social media nation. So, of course, last week on the Eagle Hour, we, we brought up how on the Mikey Matook podcast, how you know Riley Cooper and some of the LSU guys were, quote, looking past this regional. Southern Miss baseball official Twitter yesterday spliced up and, and mashed together the LSU pitcher saying, uh, Fontenot saying, bring it. Riley Cooper laughing, and then Scott Barry sitting there as the gangster sunglasses come on him. That was pretty savage. Um, our friend at Attack Eagles retweeted LSU baseball after they beat us Saturday night. The tweet said, everybody loves a good comeback story. He retweeted them after the game last night and said, don't we all? Hashtag SMTTT. But the best tweet of the weekend and possibly the season comes from Southern Miss diehard Reagan Grant. So we knew that LSU fans couldn't actually get tickets. And so there was actually chatter that LSU fans actually joined the Eagle Club in order to get tickets. And when LSU was getting beat, our good buddy Reagan Grant tweeted, old Brian from Bogalusa joined the Eagle Club for this. That is the most savage tweet <laughs> of all time. And so Southern Miss Twitter Nation we honor you on the Eagle Well, let me, let me tell you what wasn't a rumor because a highway patrolman told me about this uh, Sunday morning. Catching LSU fans climbing the fence down by the trace and behind the Catholic Church trying to sneak in the game. Uh, he, he told me that happened uh, quite a bit. Uh, it was without question, and I'm going to try to think of a nice way to say this, the chippiest environment, Kelly Sander, I have ever been in. Yeah, there was some very colorful language. Uh, being used, yes. which is a little disconcerting, especially with little kids around. Correct. Um, but look, passionate fan bases. And again, I go back to what I've said before. People all oh, Southern Miss fans. Look, if you give them a reason to cheer and give them a reason to come, they're going to be there. And I mean, every time LSU started that chant, people... They drowned them out. With, with you, LSU you know, fans came, and not all LSU fans, right. obviously. There were a couple that said in front of us, in one game, and they were gentlemen. Right. Uh, uh, LSU fans came in, shall we say, intoxicated? Is that is that fair to say? <laughs> uh, Saturday night, really wanting to throw their weight around, and they quickly learned this was 
probably not the best place to come do that. The weight got thrown right back in their face. And I and I have not sensed an, an emotion in a collective crowd like that since the return of the 1987 NIT championship team. When right. when the when Reed Green Coliseum was full of fans and they came down the tunnel as they arrived from New York, um, it was just an electricity in the air. And you heard Coach Oz and the players say they feed off of that. Right now you're you're going to have to get into the piggy banks this weekend, you know, to if you want to want a ticket if you're not a, a a big eagle a big giver in the Eagle Club. But that's the what price we you pay. Did. What we did Sunday night to their reliever when he kept stomping his foot and we would count it, that that led to the wild pitch where Danny scores and we take the lead. That was the most savage oh, – Sunday night. That was the most – that was a savage crowd, a hostile environment. And, guys, I mean, I think you guys agree as we lead up this Super this week. I think this weekend, the next level. I, I I agree. You know, I I was at the the roost last night after those guys who said I owed them money mm-hmm. after I knew they were gone. Mm-hmm. It's not a gone if I were you. <laughs> yeah, but there were several people out in the roost, and I said, you know, there is a curfew in the city of Hattiesburg. You just, and they said, not tonight, baby. No, we'll all go to jail. It was a, it was a wonderful day for all of us that love Southern Miss baseball, and it's going to be a really exciting week. Rick Cleveland joins us tomorrow. Put in perspective uh, how enormous this is that you've got two Mississippi schools playing for a spot in the World Series. Although you make a good point, Kelly. They shouldn't have done that. They shouldn't have made one of the Mississippi schools eliminate And we'll talk about that tomorrow. And uh, we'll continue our coverage of the Hattiesburg Super Regional. Thank you, Luke. We'll be back tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Until then, Southern Miss. To the top. I want to fly like an eagle. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.